0: Gary Kelly is the chairman of the board and CEO for Southwest Airlines. Here are excerpts from a speech he gave to employees in February 2018. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Here's to you guys. Thank you very much. Oh, nice. Thank you. Well, thank you for that very warm welcome, and welcome to all of you. Good evening. Glad you all are here. I'm glad to be here with you guys. And uh, everybody know the name of that song, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Pride and Joy? That's you. You all are my pride and joy. More importantly, you all are Southwest Airlines. And that's something to be proud of because Southwest is one of the greatest companies in the world. Here here. And last month for the 24th consecutive year, Southwest Airlines was named a fortunes list of most admired companies in the world. You all were number eight. So congratulations, because that's who we are. Southwest is one of the best companies in the world to work for. A 47-year history of prosperity and job security, never a furlough, no layoffs. And based on last year's very strong results, I am delighted to repeat once again our profit-sharing contribution of $543 million, 11.3% of salaries. This year, we're gonna do it like we did last year. So for our pilots, all of that goes into their retirement plan, but for everybody else, the first 10% of your salary will go into your retirement plan, and the rest, which is 1.3% of your salary, gets paid in cash on March the 15th. So congratulations. So if you include the matching contributions of our 401k plan, $476 million, that means that we'll invest more than $1 billion in your retirement for our Southwest people. So congratulations there. And that is in addition to the tax reform bonus that was paid to all employees back in January, because that's who we are, so congratulations. All this is possible because Southwest is one of the world's great business success stories. The original low-cost, low fare airline, 2017 marks 45 consecutive years of profitability that is unmatched in the airline industry. And that kind of performance is what drives our stock price. And that ended last year at $65.45. And for those of you who did the math, that was an increase last year of 30%. It was a staggering 540% increase over the last five years. Both of those increases led our industry, both led the S&P 500, and Tammy Romo told me over the weekend that she figured out that we were actually the number one performer of the S&P 500 over the last five years, because that's who we are. And of course, Southwest is one of the world's greatest airlines. We're the largest airline in America in terms of domestic passengers because we made flying affordable. We're America's low fare leader. No bag fees, no change fees, the most generous frequent flyer program, transparency, which means we have nothing to hide. And this is only possible with low cost. And our low costs are only possible by being the most productive and the most reliable and the most efficient, with an all-Boeing 737 fleet, point-to-point flight scheduling, online bookings available only at southwest.com, open seating, because that's who we are. Southwest is one of the world's customer service champions, and we're famous for our people and our culture and our hospitality, and this is in an industry that is infamous for rude service. Southwest once again is number one in the DOT customer satisfaction ranking, our 23rd time to be number one out of 27 years because that's who we are. If You put all these things together, Southwest is one of the world's great brands with a great route network, great service, low fares, great community partners, great place to work, great stewards of our environment, and great charitable givers. We are Southwest Airlines. And we have every reason to be proud, because we're champions. None of this would be possible without great people, people with warrior spirits and servants' hearts and fun-loving attitudes, people who work hard the Southwest way, always keeping safety a top priority by wowing our customers and by finding a better way. So 33 years ago, before I joined Southwest Airlines, I was flying on Brand X to Chicago, and uh, it was a Sunday night at a uh, a business deal the next morning. I I was trying to close uh, a contract with a a client and I was by myself. So I fly in, uh, I'm exiting the airplane, I grab a carry-on bag, get over to my hotel, open up the carry-on bag, to hang my suit up. It's not my suit because it's not my carry-on bag, even though it was an exact match to my carry-on bag. I was in blue jeans and a T-shirt and some tennis shoes, and uh, I was pretty panicked. So uh, get the name off the bag, jump on the phone, call Brand X, and um, you know told him my story. And I was hoping that um, it was a Chicago address, hoping the customer was there. He had my bag, I had his bag. We could meet, we could switch, and you know everything would work out. So I said, "Fine, stand down, wait for my call back." And we'll see what, what, what happens. So I wait. And I'm very anxious. And I look at the bag and the suit. And I decide I'm going to try on the coat. <laughs> now, I have very long arms. And I thought, there is no way that this suit coat is going to fit me. And it did. <laughs> and I'm thinking, fantastic. So the next test, of course, is to pull on the pants and see if they will get around my waist. They did. It was a very nice, comfortable fit in the waist. I looked down at the floor, and the pants were about that far off the ground. I thought, how can this be possible? How can somebody have such long arms and such short legs? How is that even possible? So I'm feeling and looking ridiculous, and at that very moment, the phone rings. It was Airline X with very good news that they have located the customer. And in fact, he has my bag. He's having dinner with his family. And as soon as he finishes, he volunteered to uh, graciously come over to my hotel and we would exchange bags with one caveat, he did not want to meet me. And I'm thinking that's probably a good thing because he would not be happy to see me standing here wearing his suit. (laughs) That was 33 years ago. And I remember that story like it was yesterday. I was really stressed out. It was a very happy ending. And you know, pretty darn good customer service. But I'm gonna give you one better. An example, and an example of some really great people. So uh, Albany uh, CSA Claudia Ritchie was working overnight in the baggage uh, service office. Customer comes in, his bag is lost, it has his suit in there. He needs a suit because he's got a very special event the next day, he's getting sworn in to the New York State Bar Association. You know, a really big deal for him. He'd flown all the way from California to Albany, New York, it was one o'clock in the morning, the bag was nowhere to be found, and of course at that time of the night, there is no way to get a replacement suit. So uh, Claudia kind of eyeballs this guy and says, uh, you know, to herself, uh, you know, uh, Albany Ops agent uh, Louis Gonzalez is about the same size as this guy. <laughs> and uh, Louis had the misfortune of uh, working that night. <laughs> and Claudia is not to be denied. So she tracks Louis down, explains the situation. Louis says, yeah, I, I own one suit. <laughs> and yes, he's, he's welcome to it. And so uh, they both get off at uh, 7 a.m. And they rush over to Louis's house and uh, retrieve the suit, and Claudia takes it to the hotel, gets it to the customer at 8.30 in the morning, he's got a nine o'clock appointment. Now, that's who we are. How about that? Isn't that a great story? (laughs) Except uh, there really is a funny subplot to this story because when Claudia and Louie got to Louie's house, uh, they couldn't find the pants to the suit. And uh, so Claudia looked at Louis, and you know, uh, apparently the Southwest pants and the uh, suit coat were about the same color. She says, "Louie, get those pants off." <laughs> and she rushed them over to the customer. So you know, I've heard of the shirt off your back, but never, only in Southwest would it be the pants, too, you know. But, so how about that? <laughs> I love that story and I get a million of them every year, a million of them, it's just amazing what you all do. But Claudia and Louie, their customer suit story, they're just such wonderful vivid examples of the impact that we have on people's lives. So our ramp agents, they're not just loading bags, they're taking extra care of a bride's wedding dress for a special day. And our ops agents aren't just boarding the airplane for an on-time departure, they're getting that business person on time to an important meeting. Our customer support and customer service agents aren't just making a booking, they're helping a family make that cherished uh, family vacation. And our provisioning agents aren't just stocking the galleys, they're loading that special bottle of champagne for a couple that's celebrating a wedding anniversary. And our cargo agents, they aren't just handling freight, they're arranging for a fallen soldier to make it home to his final resting place. Our mechanics aren't just turning a ranch and keeping us safe, they're getting a grandmother to see an adorable grandchild. And our pilots aren't just flying takeoffs and landings, they're getting a kid off to college, And our flight attendants aren't just serving hospitality, they're showing great compassion to a son going home to say his final goodbye to a dying father. What you do matters. You connect people to what is important in their lives, and you do it with friendly and reliable and low-cost air travel. 4,000, yeah, you should clap for yourself, absolutely. 4,000 takeoffs and landings a day, serving over one-third of the population of the United States. It takes almost 60,000 great people working together at Southwest Airlines to make that happen, as a team, the ultimate team sport. I would argue to you all that there is nothing more important to our success, past, present, or future, than teamwork. Teamwork. Because even great people like Claudia and Louis can't do it by themselves. Now I'm a sports fan, and, and even if you're not, it is amazing how a hometown team can really rally a community. Think back on the Dallas Cowboys after the Kennedy assassination, or the New York Yankees after 9-11, the New Orleans Saints after Hurricane Katrina, And last year's World Series champion, Houston Astros, after Hurricane Harvey, Ghost Rose. Now the Astros were also a great lesson in teamwork, and like any great team, you have to have the right talent. And they'd been building this team for years, as long ago as 2014. Sports Illustrated had them on the cover, predicting a World Series win for Houston remarkably in 2017, but it was more than just raw talent. And like Southwest Airlines, they were innovative with their playbook. They were recognized years ago as Major League Baseball's most data-driven organization relying on analytics and and research. And if you've seen the movie Moneyball, that kind of fits the uh, Astros. But until 2017, they were missing something. And it was a crucial element, team chemistry. And in 2017, their leadership recognized that. And they began to focus on communication and connecting with all the players, relationships and mentoring. And they figured out if they're going to win a championship, success meant not only excellence in the science and the technology, but also very, very healthy and very strong human relationships. And the players did the same thing. They invested, they invested in each other. And sports teams can sometimes divide and divide along racial lines. Championship teams break down barriers. But one of the remarkable examples that I read about was 23-year-old third baseman Alex Bregman. And he worked very hard to learn Spanish so that he could communicate fluently with all of his teammates and not just the English speakers. It was a great testament to how our differences can unite us rather than divide us, and how we can really rally around a common cause. So the Astros team knew each other. They believed in each other. They loved each other. They were really good. They had an exceptional playbook. And once they discovered that chemistry, that teamwork, They were really able to play for a cause greater than themselves. And they brought hope to the city of Houston in the midst of hopelessness. And of course, they went on to win the World Series in dramatic fashion. Well, I can tell that you all like that story. I think it's a very powerful story. It's a story of teamwork. And it reminds me of the inspired team that we all play for here at Southwest Airlines. Playing for a cause greater than ourselves, operating with the best playbook in the airline industry, with a real passion for our teammates and a real passion for teamwork. Our Southwest team has a lot of momentum as we start 2018. We've got a growing U.S. economy, we've got significantly lower corporate income tax rates, we have moderate jet fuel prices, and we have benefits that we're realizing from years in, of investments and hard work to transform Southwest Airlines to make us better. We have never had more growth opportunities in our history than we have right now, and we have never been stronger than we are right now. But as you all heard Tom and Mike say, neither have our competitors. They're having the same kind of conversations at our competitors, and they are coming after us. They are one of the biggest risks to our future, but I'll tell you, if we offer the best service at the lowest price, I guarantee you, we will beat them and we will win. I guarantee you. And I would ask you all to always, always aspire to deliver that unbeatable combination of the best service at the lowest price. So I started tonight by talking about all the things that Southwest Airlines is known for in the world. An admired company, great company to work for, an amazing business success story, a leading airline, a renowned customer service champion, take all that together, and it is just one of the world's greatest brands. All of that is a remarkable testament to 47 years of great people and exceptional teamwork. We have a great group of employees that comprise our President's Council. I'm very proud of them and the work that they do. We give them all the hard problems, say, please help us, help us fix this stuff. And um, teamwork is always a challenge, and, and they defined it uh, in a beautiful way. They define it as shared goals, shared knowledge, and mutual respect. It's elegant, it's succinct, it's concise, and I think it's just spot on. And I can tell you, at least in my experience, that the biggest challenge in any organization is the human relationship or teamwork. But that is where Southwest Airlines can really shine bright. Because actually, we're more than a team. We're a family. And families treat each other with love in addition to respect. And this is a world that we live in where incivility and rudeness is absolutely run amok. And we can be that shining city on the hill, the gold standard. And the true measure of a culture is how people treat each other when they disagree, or when times are bad. That's when true character is revealed, and in fact, that's when true love is revealed. That's when civility and respect and inclusion can truly inspire when you don't disagree, when you you don't agree, or when times aren't so good. And I would also say that not being rude isn't enough. We need to aspire to lift people up every single day in everything that we do. So I would call upon you all tonight. I would call upon you all tonight to help Southwest continue to be famous for the Golden Rule and for civility and for love, because that is who we are. And I thank you all and congratulations on a great 2017. Thank you all.